Welcome to the Sing Ages podcast, a show that will equip you with the major keys to achieve extraordinary longevity. This is your girl, Associate, also known as Raw Girl. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And today on the show, we will be chatting about how to strengthen your core and get fit quick. To get this longevity party started, I'm going to give you guys some background on the core and why having a strong core is important. And later, we will chat with Trudy German, a personal trainer, fitness model, and CEO of Body Envy. I am so grateful to have each and every one of you tuning into the show from all over the world. Shout out to listeners in Uganda, Mozambique, South Africa, the UK, Ireland, France, Germany, Canada, Poland, and the USA. I appreciate you all. If today's show inspires you, I'm inviting you to go ahead and subscribe and please rate the show on Apple Podcasts and write a review. It means the world to me to get feedback, so any reviews are much appreciated. And don't forget, share the love. If you enjoy this episode, pass it on to a friend or family member who may need to hear it. Okay, y'all, today on the show, I'm really excited to chat about fitness and how to strengthen your core. Let's talk a little bit about exercise. We generally know that exercise can make us look years younger, can reduce stress and elevate our mood, can um, protect our joints, especially strength training. And exercise actually increases the production of BDNF or brain-derived nootropic factor. BDNF actually causes new neurons to grow in our brain, which improves our ability to learn faster, remember more, and improves our overall brain functioning. Pretty cool. So exercise in that sense is neuroprotective and actually boosts brain functioning and improves our memory. There was a study that I looked at that basically proved what I just mentioned about aging. In tandem with the aforementioned benefits, it's been proven that those who exercise are on average 10 to 20 years younger than their non-exercising counterparts. One study conducted at the University of Birmingham in the Institute of Inflammation and Aging found that avid cyclists as old as 79 had healthy muscle and immune function equivalent to people 30 years younger than them who did not exercise. Researchers also reported that the 79-year-old subjects also looked as biologically the same as a group of people aged 20 to 30 who did not exercise. I think I've talked about this study before, but it's a great one to look at. Okay, I really should exercise, especially if I'm interested in staying ageless. I'm currently taking this class that's helping me improve how I train. And I love how they actually break down the exercises to improve your fitness into a set of core movements. So they focus on squat, push, and pull, which you can do with your upper and lower body. And these are more like full range of motion exercises that are going to improve your muscle tone in your upper and lower body. Although strengthening your core is a saying that we hear all of the time, you might be listening to me and be like, what in the world is the core, child? What is the core? All right. Well, the core is the lumbar pelvic or like your trunk area. Sometimes it's also called the trunk area. And it's composed of as many as 35 different muscle groups connecting to the pelvis from the spine and the hip area. These muscles have two main functions. First, they spare the spine from excessive load. So it's really important um, just to keep your equilibrium for your balance, for making all of your general movements. And the second function is to transfer force from the lower body to the upper body and vice versa. So it's also responsible for stability between the upper and lower body. The core is the center of gravity and where all of our movement begins. It's also the center of stability for the lower limbs. 
in order for the muscles to actually move our bones, other muscles need to hold on to bones, creating a solid base. Therefore, the muscles in the core function as stabilizers that allow the rest of our movement. So you can see how now you're starting to see why this would be important. So how do the muscles know what to stabilize or mobilize? Well, the muscle is told what to do by the brain. All we have to do is think go, and the brain sends a message to the muscles that are needed for the activity. So if I want to sprint to the left or slide to the right or jump, and sometimes the muscles are fatigued or out of shape, and then automatically other muscles take over to help out. This is often when we get injured or we pull something. So when we have um, certain aspects of our body or of our muscles that are really weak. And then our other muscles are overcompensated and get strained. The core is an important part of any sport that involves running, jumping, and sprinting. Having a strong core also leads to better balance and stability in daily activities, even just like getting a glass from the top shelf in your kitchen or bending down to tie your shoes. This is why people can hurt themselves doing very benign things. Weak core muscles leave you susceptible to poor posture, lower back pain, and muscle injuries. So you want those defined abs that everyone wishes they had? Well, core exercises strengthen and tone the underlying muscles. Just remember, it also takes some aerobic activity to burn the abdominal fat. So there's been a strong movement away from traditional core exercises, things like sit-ups, crunches, side bends. And new research on the effectiveness and safety of these exercises shows that they may actually do more harm than good in some cases. So instead of creating large ranges of motion through the trunk, like many of these traditional exercises do, a lot of health professionals have actually shifted to more functional exercises that enhance the stability of the hips, the torso, and the shoulders. And here are some ideas for some um, core exercises that I love that train these areas and a few tips to just keep in mind when you're doing them. So uh, one forward plank, if you've never done it, um, go ahead and try. And you can actually hold the plank for long periods of time if you want to like challenge yourself more. The goal is to keep a straight line through your body as much as possible and prevent your hips from sagging towards the floor. Um, you can take your forward plank to a home nava level, okay, by turning it into a body saw, which builds both core strength and stability. There's several ways to do this. So if you have a set of gliders or towels and then you get on your forearm and basically um, you're going to make sure that your elbows are directly underneath your shoulders, your hands are facing forward, so your arms are parallel and your legs are extended behind you. You're going to tuck your tailbone in, engage your core and butt and quads. That's your starting position. And then you're going to push with your forearms and elbows to slide the gliders or towels back towards the wall behind you and move as far as you can without losing your core engagement and don't let your hips hag. And then you're going to pull with your arms and elbows to return to the starting position. I actually do this on my Pilates reformer and it's a really great exercise. It really, really works the core a great deal. Um, you can also, instead of just doing the forward plank, you could do the side plank. So you can maintain a straight line from your head. To, you, your goal is to maintain a straight line from your head to your heels in order to prevent side bending. You want to make sure that your hips are elevated the right amount. And in yoga, when they do the side planks, you can also increase the challenge of them and lift a leg if you can. If you can't, child, leave your leg down and just do the side plank by yourself. All right. Another one that's kind of cool and you could actually do this with a weight or you could do this with like, um, I've done this exercise with like a medicine ball, a half kneeling wood chop, or you could even do this almost like a sit up 
almost like crunches where you're rotating. Um, but basically the half kneeling wood chop requires you to work on the transverse plane, which many people don't train. And it's really functional because it works your obliques, your transverse abdominals, your lats and your shoulders and more. So how you do it is if you start on your knees, you step one leg a few feet in front of the other one. So you got one foot flat on the floor and one knee bent and bent at 90 degrees. You're going to hold a light to medium dumbbell by the knee that's on the floor, or you could grab a medicine ball that's pretty heavy or one that you know that you can actually like move around a decent amount. You grasp onto both ends of the weight or you hold onto the medicine ball. That's your starting position. You're going to bring the weight diagonally up towards the ceiling on the opposite side. So you're twisting your abs as you do this and you're keeping your hips facing forward. So the only thing that's moving is your core muscles. And then you bring the weight back down to the starting position. So you're basically sort of like you're chopping wood, child, sort of, but with a weight or a medicine ball. So it's this rotating motion where you're really working your core, especially your obliques. And so you could do all the reps on one side and then you repeat on the other side and just change the leg that's in front. Another one, this one's really hard. I actually do this on my Pilates performer and, and I can do it on that, but um, on the floor, it's harder for me. It's called a wheelbarrow. You can actually do this with um, a TRX if you have a TRX and you can get some gliding discs. Those are actually really cheap on Amazon. If, you, if you're trying to find something to like do workouts at home, gliding discs are really great. Resistance bands are really awesome. And you'll be amazed at how many things you can do with just those two pieces of equipment. All right. So if you have some gliding discs or if you have a towel and you have a floor that you know will allow you to kind of slide back and forth on this towel, then you start on all fours with a glider or the towel under each hand. Okay. Um, you can have a mat under your knees if you want to. You're going to squeeze your core, tuck in your tailbone so your back is flat, like you're doing a plank from your knees. That's your starting position. Then you're going to slowly push your hands out in front of you, keeping your arms straight and glide as far as you can while maintaining your torso. Trust me, this is not very easy. <laughs> okay. So you press it to the floor and then you pull your arms back to return to starting position and you keep doing it over and over again. You can actually do that on a Pilates reformer as well. And last but never least, just in general, Pilates is really, really awesome for strengthening your core. I have a Pilates reformer at home, and I started my journey with Pilates when rehabbing my back from a car accident. Pilates did not only strengthen my core and allow my back to heal, I also got stronger overall. And there are many ways to do Pilates exercises. Since many of us are not going into studios as often, the easiest way to begin from home is to find a Pilates workout on YouTube or go online and follow an instructor who offers some workouts. I have a reformer at home because I'm forever hooked on Pilates and I want to ensure that my practice is regular. If you want to learn more about Pilates, go back and check out my past episode on Pilates um, and listen to that and you'll really get a better idea. All right. So the muscles of the core are built for endurance, not for maximum strength. So it's best to increase reps as your strength improves. Um, I recommend working with a fitness professional or trainer to help ensure safety and proper technique if you're a beginner, just to make sure that you're doing it right, you're not going to pull anything, <laughs> and to help you slowly but surely develop a core stability program that will deliver you positive results. Okay, we're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to chat with our amazing guests. I am super excited to announce the launch of the new destination I created for online programs called Staying Ageless University. At Staying Ageless University, we create epic content to teach you about holistic wellness, 
and transformational healing programs to help you achieve extraordinary longevity. We believe that learning is an essential component of healing and creating lasting change, and every one of our programs are created from protocols that I have tried and tested on clients who have achieved optimal wellness by following them. Our signature programs include Staying Ages 30 Plus, which is designed to help women 30 plus interested in staying fly till you're 99 or close to it, create lasting healthy rituals, and the all-new Raw Girls Hormonal Balancing Academy for women suffering with fibroids, PCOS, endometriosis, cysts, or menopausal symptoms if you're ready to use holistic means to take control of your hormones and get your life back. We also have two new programs that are amazing for New Year's clean starts, Detox Your Life, which includes 30-day plant-based detox, either raw or vegan, and Candida and Parasites Be Gone for those who are ready to kick Candida overgrowth or parasites to the curb for good. Enrollment is now open for three of our programs, and we officially launched January 1st, 2021. You can learn more about us and our program offerings at stayingagelessuniversity.com. Hope to see you in class. When I lived in LA, I was at the beach all of the time. (laughs) The beach was my happy place. After going to the beach, I would always stop by this amazing raw food restaurant. They had the most delicious food, burritos, cinnamon rolls. I was obsessed. Fast forward to this year when I wanted to give myself a jumpstart on raw, I discovered that this amazing restaurant that I used to frequent had transitioned to nationwide delivery of fully prepared raw meals. It's called Raw Evolution, and for 20 years, they've been serving the finest and most vibrant living foods meals. They offer a raw box, which includes two fresh pressed juices, four gourmet entrees, four generous sides, and two delicious low glycemic desserts. The raw box is designed to provide one person with about four to five days of lunches and dinners. I also love that the menu changes each week, so there's always lots of variety. I get a lot of inquiries from listeners and clients alike who want to go raw and feel like it's not sustainable time-wise. If this is you, this is an amazing solution to get your raw jumpstart. Head on over to rawvolution.com and use the code RAWGIRL to receive a discount on your first purchase. Today's guest is Trudy German, a personal trainer, fitness model, and CEO of Body Envy. Trudy coaches women 40 plus on how to make health and fitness a lifestyle. She started working out after seeing Angela Bassett's arms and what's love got to do with it. In her new program, Get Fit with Trudy, it's a lifestyle boo. She coaches her clients on how to incorporate time to work out in a hectic and busy life. She's passionate about helping women live happier and healthier and wants every woman to love looking at themselves naked. Trudy currently teaches IG Live workouts and has been seen in Women's Health and Strong Fitness magazine. Hi, Trudy German. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here on Staying Ageless. We are so excited to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it. You're the bomb.com. So I need to, I mean, I was looking at your pictures and I was getting tired. I was like, whew, it's a lot of abs. I mean, it's just, there's Well, muscles. no, I do try. There's <laughs> <laughs> like muscles on top of muscles. I will say I have a four pack, but I don't have that extra pack that you got at the bottom. So I was like, what do I got to do to get that extra pack at the bottom? Lift, lift, lift a little heavier. Lift little heavier that's the thing a lot of people keep thinking that abs comes from crunches or sit-ups and I was one of those people until I got in the industry and it's like abs are from two things what you don't eat which is not a lot of sugar especially the refined processed sugar and 
lifting heavy weights. That mm. what has that's what has really worked for me. No crunches. I always tell my clients and people who want in abs or even a flatter tummy, crunches and sit-ups give you neck and back pain, not flatter tummy. Mm. <laughs> that's good. I mean, it really it's the core. It's like the 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 root of all of your movement. So it makes sense that doing different types of movements would strengthen your core. Is that correct? Exactly. Like, like, you know, when was the last time you saw someone without a core? Never. <laughs> You'll see, you, you think about it. You may see someone without limbs, but never without the core because it's your base of support. It's your mid. It's your, it's where everything starts and finish. Right. So you strengthen it. And hey, you become stronger all over. Mm. So how did you get into fitness in general and end up with this banging body that's being posted everywhere? <laughs> well, that is I got into fitness because of Angela Bassett. (laughs) I saw her in What's Love Got to Do With It in the 90s. And her arms blew me I mean, those arms. (laughs) I wanted her arms. I didn't care about anything else. It was just like, give me Angela Bassett's arms. I went to the (laughs) store and I got a set of 10 pounds. And I remembered I did bicep curls every day for 90 days. What? I didn't work any other body part, nothing. I didn't work legs. I didn't go running. I just curled and curled and curled. And of course, I got it because I was a teenager. So, you know, that time it's so easy to get. And then later on, it was like, okay, girl, you could get the arms you want. You have thick legs. You don't want the thick legs. What if you work to get them thinner? I did get them thinner, but didn't like it because, you know, black girls, we got booty. We need, we need those thick legs to hold it up. <laughs> right. And then I continued. So it was simply, thank okay. you, Miss Angela Bassett. Oh, wow. That is amazing. So wh- at what point did you go from your personal training to I want to be a trainer? I did the entire corporate thing. I live in Toronto, went to school for theater, wanted to become an actress. But then after school, this thing called bills. <laughs> <laughs> bills were due. So I knew someone in the corporate world and I got a job there. And I was in the insurance industry for a few years. And I became that girl at work. Meaning I came in. Eight to four. <laughs> I did exactly what was required and nothing else. It wasn't a good environment. Even my manager, she was so nice at the time. She was like, you don't like it here. Why don't you do something in fitness, become a personal trainer? I remember looking at her as if she had five foreheads and thinking. <laughs> that is so funny. So she saw it in you before you even saw it. Yeah, because I would leave um, you know, whenever it's treat days, I was the one always bringing in the fruits. Whenever they brought in the processed stuff, I didn't want it. I ate healthy and they all knew I went to the gym, but I had no desire to become an entrepreneur. I thought entrepreneur was for crazy people and people, to be honest, I also thought it came from money because this was before Facebook and Instagram days where we didn't see a lot of people looking like us becoming entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. So that. Not having the stability of an income, but you have the bills too. That's something that never interested me, to be honest. So I left that company, went to another one, and I wasn't happy. And I remember another friend of mine at the time, she was like, you know, 
why don't you do something in fitness? You can do it part-time and then transition. And I did that for six months. I worked a corporate job eight to four. Then I would go to the gym and train people five to 10. (laughs) And then um, on weekends, and I did that for six months. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to do this full-time. And I remember when I decided to do it full-time, I started, I was at that gym, but I didn't want to be at that gym anymore because enough emphasis wasn't placed on customer service. It was, it was more about their bottom line, which is fine. You have a business, you have to generate income, but I wasn't happy there. And I remember I started applying to other jobs, to other fitness centers or gyms, and no one calls me back. <laughs> no one called me back. And that's when a friend of mine said, why don't you just start your own business and go to clients? And it was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Once again, this wasn't something that was planned. I was never one of those people who I knew I was always going to be an entrepreneur. No, I wanted to go to work, right. get my secure paycheck, get that benefit, get my um, you know secured vacation so I can travel, and right. And that's how I started my business. Okay, cool, awesome. So when it comes to training, how do you? I mean, there's so many questions, like. <laughs> Like, how much time do you really think it takes to get fit? Like, if someone was like, I want to put in the bare minimum amount of time, I feel like I don't have time to get fit, what would you tell them? The bare minimum can be 20 minutes. And that's that's a misconception. We think that we need to be in the gym, in a physical gym. We have to leave our house, either drive or walk to a gym and spend hours there. No, right? Because... of the results you're going to get is going to come from what you eat or don't eat. So even if you're in the gym 90 minutes a day, but then you're eating crappy, that's not going to happen, right? So it's about, you can get the bare minimum, even 10 minutes if you're eating clean. And eating clean also doesn't mean be eating boring. A lot of people tend to think that. So even 20 minutes, you know, three times a week, even four times a week, but minimum 20 minutes, three times a week. For women who are over 30 or seasoned, we'll just call them seasoned women. Girl, um, I'm over 40. I call us mature, okay? <laughs> okay, mature. Um, for mature women, what are some things that you think that, that need to be additional things to consider at that age or at any seasoned age when working out? A few things to discover is how we're managing our stress. Mm. I don't think we understand the impact that stress has on our overhealth. If you're stressed, you're not sleeping properly. If you're not sleeping properly, you're slowing down your metabolism. If you're not sleeping properly, you are going to be making unhealthy food choices, right? And another thing is, I don't think we know enough about, for example, magnesium. You know, my clients who are usually over 40 and they're entering the change. (laughs) That's a big thing, right? The craving sugar. And that's usually also because stress and could be low on magnesium. So I would say definitely watch your sugar intake and of course your stress level because there is a there is a correlation between those and being fit. And it's not just about having a flat stomach or you know a six pack. It's also about eating clean for you, for your family, you know, having the energy to do the things that you enjoy. Mm. Do you often have conversations with women where you are helping them understand the difference between losing weight and also like, or losing body fat percentage and and what that means? 
every day, even on my lives. I feel like I have that conversation every day and I'm a nutritionist though. (laughs) Because people don't understand that, that there's a difference between losing fat and losing weight. Losing weight, that includes losing fat, losing muscles, losing water. Losing fat, that's all it is. Losing fat, right? And, you know, the fat around our stomach, that's not healthy. The visceral fat, because then that can lead to other issues, high blood pressure, heart attack, stuff like that. So that's what I try to explain to them. Do you want to lose fat or do you want to lose weight? And once I explain the difference, they're like, oh, okay, I want to lose fat. (laughs) I think it's just about educating people, getting them to understand the difference because they're coming to us because they don't know. Just like how when we go to our accountants, we don't know. So we go to the experts, right? Yeah. What would you say is the best way outside of hiring a trainer, which is one thing that people could definitely do, what is another way to be a little bit more strategic about your workouts? Like a lot of people, I feel like kind of want to work out, but they don't exactly know what to do. So they're like, mm, you know what I mean? <laughs> I guess I'll do nothing or I'll go for a walk or whatever it is. Well, something you can, they can do is, um, you know, join classes online, right? And also there are different apps. There are also free apps that offer stuff on what to do. And they have this university. It's called YouTube University. <laughs> I'm on it all the time, getting hit workout. <laughs> but here's the thing with those things. It also can be so much, right? It can be bombarded with so much. So I would say definitely join a group class. Find your, one in your local area, in your community, and, and just, or even friends. You know, you may, you may not know how many people you know who know someone who can help you. Sometimes you just got to ask. Mm. How important is it to have sort of like a rotation of workouts in order to create a balanced physique, like, do I, it doesn't make, a, I mean, like I, we heard your story about working your biceps for 90 days straight. So you can get Angela Bassett arms, child, but does it, do I need to be like, you know, leg day and this, I do Pilates. So I'm always doing like full bodies, like, mm-hmm. you know, stretching uh, stuff, but it's like, you know, for someone who's trying to achieve specific physique goals, does it make sense to constantly rotate their exercises here's the first thing i would say to that exactly what are your goals are you trying to gain weight or are you trying to lose fat because if you're trying to lose fat you know you should be hitting the larger muscle groups whenever you train hitting the legs the back the chest because those are larger muscle groups when you're training you should also be incorporating hit high intensity training because that will help you lose fat are you trying to put on muscles are you trying to put on weight right then you don't need as much cardio and you don't need as much hit you should definitely be splitting up your workouts that for someone like that they're going to need more than 20 minutes a day to be honest with you so first it depends on what your goals are then we would you work based on that okay and do you believe in your particular philosophy, do you believe that, you know, gym kind of workouts are the only way to go or it, can you build muscle doing body weight exercises and other things? Of course you can. I'm not, you know, we're in an era now. <laughs> I remember when 
I started online, a lot of clients, they were like, I don't want online. I don't want online. I need, I need to be in a gym. And then COVID hit. Right. <laughs> changed everything. So I think even people of that who had that mentality have realized, oh, I can do this at home. I can lose weight at home. I can build muscle at home. No, you can definitely use your own body weight. Calisthenics will definitely help with that, right? Because a lot of it, losing fat, gaining weight goes back to nutrition, right? So you can definitely, you don't need the gym to do that. You can do that from the comfort of your home. Yeah, no, that's so good. And yes, that's why I always end up, I always end up being like a pseudo trainer. Like, okay, you need to... Because the nutrition makes such a big difference. Yeah. And I've also helped people who are trainers. I've had trainers as my clients because they're trying to achieve like very specific physique goals. So we mm-hmm. really go in on their macros and all the stuff just to make sure that they're hitting those goals. So I think that's great that you're telling people to pay attention to their nutrition. Yay. Are there other things that come up a lot with, especially with women when it comes to, you know, their body and strength training? Yes. I don't want to look bulky. <laughs> I don't want to yes, look like that was that was you, What do you say to someone who says, I don't want to look bulky or I don't want to, yeah. Any woman you see who look bulky or look like a man from lifting weights, that is not simply from lifting weights. They've added stuff, steroids, other things. So I'm like, I, I, I always ask, are you going to be adding steroids? Because I'm like, I won't be telling you to add steroids. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, no. But I think that's a misconception that women think once they start lifting weights, they're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or, you know, the bodybuilding guy in the gym. No, you won't. Where women are not built like that, right? And any woman you see who look like that, they've added stuff. Um, another thing is I feel a lot of women they want to lose the fat, they want to do the work, but the nutrition is their biggest struggle because especially, you know, when they're socializing or, you know, they have spouse or children, the thought that they will have to make separate meals that the family won't want that, that's another deterrent, right? But I also coach them on that because when they work with me, it's like, you know, no, eating a clean can taste good. Your family will enjoy it. Promise me. You don't have to get them right at first, but once they start seeing you preparing the meals, they'll slowly come over and it always, always happens. And women still believe no matter how I'm trying to preach to them, no crunches, no (laughs) sit-ups. I talk about this so much in my life. Um, My clients who work with me, they get it. But even when they, when we just started that resistance, like, so we're not going to perform crunches. We're not going to perform sit-ups. And I'm going to lose the fat. Yes, you are. Right. Yes, you are. <laughs> right. Okay. That's really cool. So what are your favorite, what are some of your favorite whole body exercises like that you can do and like, kind of like knock out a few things? Burpees. Everyone has a love. Oh, I hate burpees. So oh. why? But they work. <laughs> burpees take me out all the time, but they work, right? It's one of those things. They work. Another one, push-ups. Um, A lot of women don't have enough body strength for that. But, you know, we can slowly work up to that. And push-ups doesn't work just the chest. It works the entire upper body. Your core is engaged. Shoulders, back, chest, arms, everything. And lunges and squats. I always say, start with those. Start with the basic. When people are like, oh, I don't have anything at home to work out with. Do you have a body? 
You do. Use that. Use <laughs> what you have. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be complicated. Humans, us humans love to complicate stuff too much. No, for sure. So tell us a little bit about your program. You have a program. Um, I actually love the title of your program. What is it? Yes. Get Fit with Trudy. Don't worry. I got <laughs> It's Get Fit with Trudy. It's a lifestyle boo. <laughs> yes. And yes. the name, I remember when I was deciding to come up with a program, um, I was like, I want something where the name tells them exactly what it is and what they're getting. So I don't teach clients to diet. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in those quick fixes, in those bad diets, right? I, I teach my clients, I teach my woman um, how to lose fat and keep it off in a healthy and realistic way. You're not going to diet for two weeks, you're not two weeks and lose 20 pounds. And then next month you gain 30 because that's what happens. You're not going to um, go on a juice diet for five weeks, for five days, you know, Take off everyone around you because you're hungry <laughs> and lose 10 pounds and the next week you gain it. So I want them to understand that you can train 20 to 30 minutes from the comfort of your home. Um, you can eat clean and it's not boring and you still can enjoy your glass of wine, your pizza, going out with your family because it's a lifestyle. And once you learn how to maintain it, how to help you know, to make it sustainable, then you realize, oh, I can do this, right? So I want, I definitely want it to be about a lifestyle because that's what I'm about. I don't believe in those quick fixes. It's like, hey, you gotta live, but you want to feel good and you want to look good. Makes sense. Do you have kids? No. I'm anti. I'm all about the anti-life. <laughs> okay. I was curious just because I was about to ask you some tips for post-pregnancy. No, but I feel like all of that is really good stuff. I love it. Where can people find you online and where can people um, try out your course? So they can find me online, bodyenvy.ca. And I'm on Instagram at bodyenvy1. And if you go to my site, um, bodyenvy.ca, you can definitely try my program, seven days for $7. You know, try me before you commit to me. Okay, cool. That sounds great. Thank you so much, Trudy. You are welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great one. Attention, superfood lovers. You all may know by now that my favorite African superfood of all time is Moringa. Why? Moringa has 92 nutrients and 46 antioxidants, and every part of the amazing plant can be used. I personally use Moringa oil on my face twice a day, and then I also use Moringa powder to add to my smoothies, make Moringa bread, or sprinkle on meals for added nutrition from an amazing company called True Moringa. Founded in 2013, True Moringa is creating jobs and community with their amazing skincare and wellness products. The coolest part? Every time you make a purchase from True Moringa, they plant a tree in your name. Yes, child, to date they have planted over 2 million Moringa trees to combat deforestation and malnutrition in Ghana. To check out their awesome products, visit TrueMoringa.com and use the code RAWGIRL at checkout for 10% off and free shipping over $20. Are you interested in living your best, healthiest life? I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of TheRawGirl.com, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach 
who specializes in helping you discover what exercise and diet is best for your body and get to the root cause and rebalance if you have a serious chronic condition. Clients who've worked with me have reversed diabetes, hypertension, balanced hormonally, gotten rid of acne for good, and lost hundreds of pounds. If you are interested in reaching your health goals with some support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a 20-minute call with yours truly. Until then, stay healthy and happy. All right, all right. It's time to take questions from Instagram or email. Remember, if you would like to have your question not answered on the show, all you have to do is send me a DM, slide up in my DMs on Instagram at the raw girl, or contact me via my website, therawgirl.com. Today's question is from Marissa via email who says, I have a hard time with meal prepping. Either I forget to do it or I get bored of eating the same thing all week. What do you suggest? Hi, Marissa. Thanks so much for reaching out. I have a lot of clients who struggle with meal prepping. Let's talk about ways to address the challenges you mentioned. First off, if you forget to do it, do you have a scheduled day or time to meal prep? If not, I highly recommend you make one and make it easier for yourself by ensuring that all your groceries are picked up before your meal prep day. If it's not in your planner, child, it's not real. Okay. And our brain makes things a habit through repetition, so you need to choose a day and consistently meal prep on that day to have it stick as a habit. If you feel your schedule is actually too full to remember to meal prep on a consistent basis, then you may need to order a meal delivery service that is healthy and gives you some nutrient-dense, unprocessed meals. For the getting bored part, (laughs) you sound like you're somebody who needs variety. This is actually really good because you'll be less likely to get into a nutritional rut from eating the same thing over and over again. So to satisfy your need for variety, you need to plan ahead and change it up each week or create a group of go-to meals. So maybe you have a meal, like two um, meal plans, one each a week long, and you can rotate them. And then every now and then you can also find recipes or pick up a vegetable you've never seen before and just experiment with it at home by finding a new recipe to make it. I really hope this helps you. Okay, y'all, that's all she wrote for today's show. I hope today's episode gave you some insights on why you should incorporate core strengthening exercises into your fitness routine. Today, I leave you with a quote by fitness guru and Asia superstar, Jack LaLanne. Exercise is your king. Nutrition is your queen. Together, they create your fitness kingdom. He also said that the spine is your lifeline and a lot of people should go to a chiropractor, but they don't know it. Child, ain't that the truth? <laughs> don't forget that your abs are also made in the kitchen. As our guest emphasized, to be healthy and fit, you must set good habits to live by day after day and pay attention to your diet and your exercise regimen together. This week, I challenge you to not fall prey to any short-term solutions and find a way to take baby steps towards your health goals by eating whole foods and at the very least, incorporating daily movement of some kind. Even if you need to park farther away at the target child, get it in that way. When we reframe our mindset and think about weight loss, improving our fitness, or boosting our energy as things that should happen gradually, embracing small changes and lifelong goals, we actually set ourselves up for lasting changes that lead us to optimal health and ultimately longevity. 
Well, that's all for today, sis. If you're looking for more health tips or have a question for the show, find me on Instagram at the raw girl. You can also find me and contact me through my website, therawgirl.com. For more on the show or to listen to past episodes, visit stayingagelessshow.com. To watch the interview on video from this and past podcast episodes, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash the raw girl.